0: Hello and welcome everybody to, according to Andrew, number 150, 115 Central Bank digi- Digital Currencies, the government's folly. Um, there have been kind of a lot of rumblings and talks about this and a lot of concern over it. And I don't, um, th- there is a reason to be concerned, but I think if you frame this in a different way, it's going to be a larger blunder on the government's uh, decision to roll this out then it is going to be an issue for us as just everyday citizens um, working under the governmental power structure. The uh, reasons for this we'll get into, Uh, the reason that it's kind of come up in various circles recently is because of uh, the CBDC uh, rollout, um, which is the acronym for Central Bank Digital Currency, which is what I will be using uh, throughout this uh, podcast but there's a rollout to various banks to try it out. And uh, this couldn't be an issue, uh, but we will kind of see exactly uh, how it plays out. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Um, so this concern of central bank digital currencies is overblown. If they create uh, a central bank digital, digital currency, CBDC, uh, and use it in the manner that people claim they will, which is to limit your ability tra- to transact um, depending on a social credit system, then the CBDC is no longer money as it is not a fungible uh, thing and it is instead a coupon to be deemed for certain things. Well, this already exists and it's called food stamps and welfare. Uh, if the government tries to turn all currency into uh, coupons like food stamps, they will immediately lose all control uh, as the money will stop being money overnight. Uh, a black market will pop up and a new money will be used uh, in. S- Instead of it Uh, this already happens with people on welfare uh they're they will go get uh their food with their food stamps um and then they will sell it at a lower rate than you could possibly even buy it for uh, just so that they can get that cash that is a fungible currency that they can then use to transact how they please Uh, if you expand welfare this only becomes the norm for everyone uh prisons the same thing where if you have a fungible currency uh the fungible currency is uh, cigarettes or other commonplace barter items since this new uh, currency is supposed to be digital, I can almost guarantee you the black market currency will be some form of physical. Uh, on top of this, the government isn't technically competent enough to create an actual CBDC uh, that is a cryptocurrency. Um, I knew someone that worked for the VA, and instead of going... Uh, the, the website was so broken that instead of navigating through the website to find the various things that you need to do, they would leave the website, go to Google... Google what they were looking for on the VA website, and then go to the webpage through that. If the government can't make a functional website, they won't be able to code a cryptocurrency. If anything, uh, this is simply a rebranding of the current euro-dollar uh, system that exists. And another thing that kind of ties back into this is actually my previous video, uh, which I suggest people go watch, which is on how um, Gresham's law works and how good money, bad money drives out good. Um, I think this uh, the CBDC would be dropped like a hot potato uh, due to Gresham's law I guess that would be the reverse I don't know but I basically the the it would be so restrictive that it wouldn't function as a currency and I think it would lose out in the marketplace almost immediately and while governments do have some form of control over um, the currency that's used within their um, various markets that is limited to uh, having the like the currency be functional. Like, if you change the currency to be so limited and so non-functional that it ceases to be a currency, then something's going to take its place because we need a currency to be able to transact between peoples. And because the government has dropped the ball in their responsibility to provide that currency, uh, that's where a alternative will pop up. So it's not so much a challenge to the government money; it's that the money, the government failed in its responsibility to provide a money. <clears throat> uh, then on top of this, uh, I'm also very dubious as to the viability of going all digital. There are too many old people that can't or won't adapt to a new system. Uh, they can. Uh, on top of this, they can barely keep the lights on in California. And Europe is currently going uh, deindustrializing. If there's no electricity, there won't be any digital money. Um, Plus, there is 30% of Americans that are bankless and only use cash. There, and demand for cash has been growing every year at about a rate of 5% per year, which is higher than the 3% rate of inflation that is typical within, obviously, you know, we're not going to get into the inflation thing. But basically, it's been growing at a rate faster than inflation, which means there's more and more adoption of and more and more people working in a gray-slash-black economy. Um, I think getting these uh, these Bankless people and these people that are um, you know, old and not technically or not te- not te- uh, technical is not the right word. Uh, computer literate, let's say. Um, getting these people onto a CBDC type system will be very hard. These people basically uh, a lot of these people already live, especially the Bankless people already live in a black slash gray economy. Uh, so uh, being forced to make the change to a full-on black economy, if something like a CBDC got rolled out, wouldn't uh, would probably be easier for them than they think. And as I talked about with the welfare thing previously, uh, it's really easy to kind of work in a hybrid system where you're like, all right, well, I'll take the government money and I'll turn it into whatever the heck I want, and I'll do my do that thing, and I probably won't pay taxes because um, you know the, all the money I transact in uh, makes it so that uh, my overall pro- uh, government Government uh, gives Caesar what is Caesar's, right? So, uh, I, if you don't make uh, enough money to pay taxes to the government in their own currency, because they basically destroyed their currency by making it non-transactable, then you don't get to pay taxes. Because you're like, well, I didn't earn, um, you know, a hundred thousand CBDCs within a year. I uh, earned like a hundred thousand of the black market currency. Well, guess what? That's outside of the jurisdiction of the government, so you don't get taxed on that pretty wonderful. <laughs> um, I'm not saying don't pay taxes. Uh, uh, but this is the potent, one of the potential issues and things that the, the government's going to shoot themselves in the foot with if they actually roll this thing out. Uh, CBDC is uh, basically welfare on steroids. Uh, but the current welfare policy scheme is collapsing in front of our eyes uh, because there isn't enough productive people to support it. So how is this supposed to work if everyone goes on to welfare? Uh, we actually got a trial run of this um that we'll get into uh also with the economic collapse uh seeming to accelerate in current uh months i don't think they will have time to slow roll this out so you know boil the the frog in water kind of thing and we've kind of seen that across the political spectrum where things seem to be accelerating at a rate because they're losing more and more control and so they've they've gone to be taking more and more desperate actions and this idea of a central bank digital currency might be one of those desperate actions that they're trying to uh ab test with kind of Uh, having various uh, banks try it out. Uh, So, I don't think they have time to slow roll it out. Now, they did uh, fast roll out the whole COVID regime and people quickly uh, accepted that. So, uh, maybe I'm wrong on this. On the flip side, we basically did a trial run of what would happen if everyone was on welfare for the last two years. And, in that very short time period, the system basically almost broke. Uh, so, if you implemented this uh, with the UBI type thing um, for across the entire economy, it's going to cause a dramatic drop in the living standards. And I don't think people like people will put up with it to a certain extent. But uh, I just don't think people were able to put up with the COVID stuff for like a year, and people are pretty much over it. And I we have there's a lot of questions up in the air because uh, there's a lot of things that changed and we're, we're still trying to figure out exactly what's going to stay and what's not going to stay, like working from home and things like that for um, our our systems of government and stuff, like, or not systems of government, but like society and how we, we operate. A lot of that's changed because we are basically in a wartime. Uh, COVID was effectively what it looks like if you were on a full wartime footing uh, economy like uh, World War One, World War II. Uh, and those... So those errors are a good reflection of what we're potentially going to see. We're not going to get into that today. Um, so we've seen basically how this could potentially break the system in a very short order. Uh, considering all these points, I don't see CBDCs being the threat people make them out to be. I would say that the government officials are not foolish enough to make the mistake, but well, with the track record so far of destructive actions, uh, is quite impressive. So I wouldn't put the, it past them to, for them to shoot themselves in the foot. Uh Additionally, a country can function perfectly well uh, in this manner that I just described, with the black markets and stuff like that. Uh, The black market in Italy is twice the GDP of the official economy of Italy, and Italy is the third largest economy in Europe. And I believe likewise for Argentina. I don't know about the specific stats on Argentina, but uh, they basically operate fully within a gray-slash-black economy. And, I mean, it's not great. They have inflation issues all the time. But, like, you know, people aren't starving to death. People can get along with their lives without too much trouble. Uh, The problem with this is it limits the trust uh, that can be built within a society and without that severely limits growth potential. Oh, uh, I think operating a black market as a norm can be corrosive to society as it makes underhanded dealing the norm. This limits the trust that can be built into a society and without that uh, severely limits growth and potential because morality and trust are the core business foundations that you use to for economic uh, activity that can build an economy right uh, you got to be able to trust that the person that's going to pay you isn't going to try to steal your stuff and and there's a lot of tr- um i know a lot of things that crypto and stuff like that has been pushing trustlessness and the idea of trustlessness is reducing the amount of middlemen is and and reducing counterparty risk and while well, i think that is important uh To have a functional economy, there's always going to be uh, a lot of counterparty and stuff like that. And the more that you can actually trust them and everyone uh, follows through on all the promises that they make, the more economic growth that you actually get. Uh, That's what a lot of that stuff underlies the actual economic growth you get out of a a system. But anyway, um, so this limits the trust that can be built in society. Uh, which severely limits growth potential. Uh, but comparing this to the alternative doom that people have been spelling out with CBDCs, I will take a black market every day. Now, uh, learning to operate in a black market is a, another aspect entirely, but if you have a community to exchange resources with, uh, it may be more seamlessly than people realize. And this is uh, something that goes back to the uh, hashtag do not rely. Uh, make sure that you are taking your uh, steps to uh, build communities, build uh, know your neighbors, Uh, grow a garden, uh, have uh, local supply chains and local uh, places where you get, and you don't have to do, like, everything all the way, uh, way, or you can just do, like, little aspects of it, right? But if you know someone that knows someone, like, it can build on itself. Um, You know, uh, I just had one yesterday where uh, my mom or something like that was getting a haircut, and then she was talking to her, and then, like, that lady's uh, boyfriend or husband or something like that Uh, fixed cars and so I ended up getting my car fixed through him uh, which ended up being a better deal for me and him and it worked out and so like there's just like little things like that that um can add up throughout society and uh make it so that you don't need all of the uh you can find businesses and and people to work with in this black market type thing easier than maybe people suspect uh so as a final point, uh, people, with, people when they look at these government policies uh, seem to think that there is a no, rea- no reaction to any action. And with kind of how COVID went, like, I can understand why there is that reticence, but there was a reaction to it. And it's one of the reasons that we didn't get um, as bad as it got. We didn't get uh, vaccine passports or some other other force type stuff because certain people drew lines earlier and they realized they couldn't push it that far. Uh, so if they think about implementing a a cbdc uh that is so the way people think about this is uh if they look to implement c uh, cbdc uh that it is game over and there's nothing that can be done so if it gets implemented it we're done uh this is obviously a lie and the reaction will be a black market that will probably come to be more dominant than the real economy uh I don't mind the alarm bell ringing of the people that are talking about CBDCs and trying to divert from the potential problem before we get there. Uh, Because that was one of the things that caught us off guard with COVID was um, it was like, it's here, this is what's happening, boom. And like, because there was no, a lot of people that were uh, your everyday political pundits kind of got blindsided by that. Um, It's not that they... Went along, some of them went along with it a little bit, but uh, for the most part, the, the major thing that happened is they didn't have a solution to the crazy reaction that was created in that moment, and so the government was able to run with it. Uh, whereas there is natural resistance to this built in ahead of time, so for them to kind of ramrod it through, they need uh, something that's going to blindside people uh, that are trying to resist it. Uh, so, divert from a potential problem before we get there. But uh, most of the resistance to this is a fear and learned helplessness. Um, what they say is, uh, we need to stop this, uh, but the way they uh, want to stop it is by whining. And if the government does anything, then I guess uh, that's it and we lost. So, basically, oh, we got to stop the government. The government, don't do this. And the government's like, we're going to do it anyway. And they're like, oh, I guess we lost. Like, that's what, that's my criticism of what a lot of people that talk about trying to resist a uh, central bank digital currency and stuff like that, uh, their, act, their, their solution to fixing the problem. Um, instead of doing that, I suggest taking a proactive and threatening stance. Uh, if you do this, we will do this. Uh, simple uh, counter techniques. Uh, we have seen this in recent history with reac- reactions in public that have given t- a tangible threat to the authority of the government and has They have always backed off. Um, And as Owens Benjamin reiterates constantly, and as I discussed a little bit earlier, uh, is do not rely. Uh, So let them have their CBDC. Uh, We will create a secondary economy in the real world, and they can keep their digital one. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I am on uh, BitChute and YouTube and everywhere that uh, podcasts are. So uh, if you guys give me a listen, I would uh, greatly appreciate it. And thank you guys for the time that you spent listening to me. Have yourselves a good day, and I also hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Goodbye.